Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon, life balance coach for better adulting, martial artist, instructor, creative artist, wife, mother, and all-around person. Thank you for joining me on the show as we learn together how to make an impact through personal growth, responding to challenges, making choices, and learning more about our identity, belonging, and purpose. On to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon. It is a pleasure to be here with you today in this now moment. I have a story to tell today about making meaning, and it goes along with the creativity stuff I kind of talked about last week, and I think it's, you know, it's worth sharing again. I've told this story uh, a few times before in different ways, and it came up as I was uh, contemplating an idea or many ideas for a new painting. And I had, you know, again, called back this experience I had. I started feeling a little bit sad about a piece of art, a painting on canvas that I once worked on a long, 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 long time ago, back when I was in high school. My parents had stored this canvas for me for many years after I had um, finished high school. It was in their garage and I, you know, would visit their house and I would see this canvas in the garage. <clears throat> and usually I, I wasn't really thinking much about it. It was just, it was there. I hadn't touched it in maybe a decade and a half by the time they asked if they could get rid of it, uh, you know, when they moved. So I said, sure, yes, and I let it go. Or, you know, I kind of in one way at one level, let it go. I, I said, yes, <laughs> that they could take it, get rid of it, trash it, scrap it, whatever they ended up doing with it. I said, yes, I said, fine, because I couldn't think of any um, convenient reason to keep it. It was all emotional. Um, and, and we'll talk about that in, in a moment, but if nothing else, I, every once in a while, I wish that I hadn't let it go, that I still had that big, giant, nice, huge canvas to paint clean and maybe start over, play with, um, create something new from because that's the cool thing about canvases and canvas art is that mm, you mess up and eh, just paint over it, start again. Why not? It's fine. Um, but the story about the painting itself is, is worth telling today. And now I know, <laughs> just let me give you a side note here. I, I realize that I could go out and buy another canvas it's much more convenient now than it used to be when I was in high school we had to stretch our own canvases I don't even remember how I came to have this giant canvas 
that I had painted on. And I'll tell you a little bit about how, how large it was um, in a minute again too. But yeah, I realized that, you know, it's only a matter of, Hey, let me walk into the store and let me purchase a, a big pre-stretched canvas that I can work with. So that's not the point. <laughs> the point is it was a nice big canvas and I had done some work on it already. And I, I had a painting, I had painted on it and it was a cow. It was the brown and white close-up face of a cow, and it was amazing. Now, the canvas, like I said, it was large. It was nearly as tall as I was. Um, maybe it was maybe five feet by two feet, I want to say. It was a, a tall, rectangular, you know, I, I had it vertical uh, canvas. And I was, I was incredibly proud of the enlargement and the detail of this face of a of a brown cow. I had referenced a photograph from a magazine, I think, and the cow was staring straight at the camera and sticking out its huge, incredible tongue. And I saw it and I felt like, yes, I am going to paint this in a giant way. And so I started it in a, an open studio uh, kind of thing that my high school was doing the summer before my senior year of high school. And it was going like really well. I, the underpainting came together. I had never really done anything like it before. I w had learned many different techniques in high school that I have long since forgotten. <laughs> and so it was going, it was going well. I was having fun with it. I was enjoying myself. And I was also really um, excited by the attention and the response from the people who shared the studio space with me because I decided to tell the story that they were impressed and amused. And I was, cause I was doing this face of a cow sticking out his tongue and it was just great, right? I was excited by it. So I just assumed that everybody else was too. But then one day, one of my art teachers came by and she asked me what else it was going to be besides a cow. As though my heart could not have possibly been all in with this painting of a simple cow and its huge, amazing tongue. It was like a punch to the gut, honestly, like rain on my parade, taking the wind from my sails. I was young and I was still just really inside me. I still wanted to pursue art in my future education. I thought that maybe I would even go to college for art. So I did what I thought would be right based on that feedback from my teacher. I did what I thought the teachers wanted or were asking me for. I tried to make it more. I added some random stuff around the cow because, um, well, honestly, I couldn't bear to obscure the magnificent face of it <laughs> too much. So I kind of tried to fill in the space around it, which because I had already done the background, I kind of didn't really work. And then every detail of that, the the stuff that wasn't about the cow, every single detail I tried adding or made an attempt to include, it, it felt like a lie. It was never right. And I never finished the painting at all. I ended up feeling embarrassed by the whole thing, which might have led to my decision to let it go when my parents asked. 
because it was embarrassing. Like the cow was beautiful, but like all the stuff that I had tried to do to it, with it, around it, that's where the embarrassment came in. And it was just from this one random comment, like, what else? Now, I don't know where that comment came from. I'm not a high school teacher. I'm not an art teacher. I'm not, I did not pursue art in my education. And there were other reasons besides this. But I don't know if it was a lack of understanding or a lack of awareness of my own enthusiasm about it. I don't know if it was their ego, if it was even about me or my painting at all. I have no idea. What I do know now, this many, 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 many years later, (laughs) is that nothing has to be anything more than exactly what it is. My cow, it didn't have to be anything more than a cow. My cow was doing exactly what I needed it to do at that moment and for that season in my life. And a painting of a cow can totally be a meaningful work of art by being exactly what it is. I know this now. I didn't know that then, which is why I tried to add, change it, add meaning, make something, make it into something it wasn't. So without my teacher or me realizing it, her offhand comment had a pretty major impact that what else comment really contributed to me turning away from visual art for quite some time. Now, over the years, I, I revisited revisited visual art in a number of different ways, um, but I never went back all in like I had in high school and before high school. And it, again, still makes me sad that my teachers, now it was more than just this one incident alone, but my teachers were a huge factor in my decision not to pursue art more vigorously for this, you know, the majority of my adult life. And it makes my heart ache. Really, it it makes my heart ache for other passionate and enthusiastic students who may have encountered teachers like these on their own journeys. Students that got lost and lost their connection to their art. The students like me that got thrown off of art itself because of what they're told it should be in their work. And maybe it is there. Maybe it's never given a chance to shine through because of someone else's misdirected influence. Teachers have more power than they realize, especially in that in that high school age. I just really want to like say a prayer for all the teachers that they take a beat before giving feedback and really learn how to express what they're really expressing in a way that the students, especially young students, can receive. Because not everybody is going to be able to take it well, and not everybody is going to connect in the same way, and not everybody learns the same way, and not everybody performs their art the same way. And for art teachers especially, creative writing teachers, any any area of self-expression, this is super important because 
as young people, we put our heart and soul into these different ways that we express ourselves, whether it's in a, a school magazine or, you know, I don't know if they do like blogs or web things nowadays. I don't know what the school newspaper scene looks like these days now that everything is virtual. But whether it's expressing yourself in social media or as a photographer, content creator, videographer, musician, visual artist, anything, we're we're putting a piece of our soul out there. And yeah, even as adults, but especially as young people who are still learning, they're still finding their voice, they're still figuring it out. To have something happen where the feedback doesn't land. To say what else, bef- like without laying a foundation of trust, of the groundwork of what makes a good painting compositionally or a, or a work of art meaningful. Like there was no conversation around it that I remember. Now, <laughs> it has been several years, so I could be misremembering. Let me be clear. I am not trying to throw my teachers under the bus or anything like that. But I don't remember the conversation around the what else, the what could it mean? What else could it mean? What else is going to, is it going to be besides a cow? I don't remember the groundwork for that conversation, if it was even there. And that's, that's what hit me. And, and I've been working with myself to stop Stuffing down those feelings when something doesn't sit right with me. I wish I knew how to speak up for myself when I had been in high school. And what I am attempting to equip my children with in their own ways through the martial arts program we are in and everything like that is having that ability and that courage because it's so scary. The courage to actually say something. And learn more. If something's confusing, asking for more information or just tapping into the wisdom of your own self, I think that's really important for for young people to remember is that they actually know more than they think they do. And and adults, we can we can get we can get caught up in our own stuff. We can get pulled into our own ego and really want to see things done a certain way because that's comfortable for us or exciting for us, but it might not be the right expression for that individual at that time. And while it's important to offer feedback, it's also important to hold and remember that that young people are fragile and and everybody, I mean, adults are fragile and we pretend like we're not, but we are. And the best instructors and leaders and teachers, they're the ones who see who you are and the work that you're actually doing. Not the work they think you're doing, not the work that they want to see you doing, not the work that you've done before or that you could do in the future, but the work that you're doing right now. And they join you there and they encourage you and they 
they offer suggestions without strings. Effective guides and mentors are the ones who don't just give what they have. They give you what you need. Now, in high school, I didn't really feel seen by my art teachers, by those specific art teachers. Um, and if there's one thing that a young artist needs, oh man, it's to be seen for what they need and who they are because young students, young people, we are unformed and confused and we have no idea what we don't know. And we don't even know what questions to ask if something doesn't feel right. So it's important to surround yourself and to seek out and spend time with those mentors, teachers, guides, instructors, counselors, whoever, who see you right where you are, who you are, that what you're doing is important and valuable and worth exploring. Like, why couldn't I just keep exploring my cow? <laughs> yeah, I still have some feelings about it. Let's you know, it it is what it is, okay? But here's the thing. As an adult, as an adult who works with young people, who's surrounded by young people, my intention is to do better. To do better than, than some of the adults did for me. It's my intention to be the one who believes in and cultivates the creative power of everyone. Everyone I meet especially the young people. And I've come to understand that when I create, I don't do it for the finished piece. I might have a, a general sense of the finished thing in my mind. I don't I don't have a problem if I don't get there because most of the time I don't get to where I thought I would go when I start. Sometimes the full, you know, quote unquote, meaning of a piece of artwork won't come through until it's well in progress or completely finished. There was another piece that I was working on a, a couple of years ago. I don't, yeah, two, three years ago um, that I received another comment from somebody close to me who shared my space. And again, derailed the process and I can't I found myself being unable to to return to that piece and here's the thing everything kind of happens the way it happens I can't go back and change it I can't go back and take back that other person's comment that the recent one that happened and did that comment derail my piece or did I did my feelings about it? Did my attachment to the other that other person's opinion, is that what derailed it? Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Yes to all of it, right? Sometimes the art is the journey and you don't get a finished piece out of the process. Oof. This is... This was not in my original script, by the way. Let me just be clear. I am riffing right now because I am seeing that the cow canvas served its purpose. 
taught me the lesson, um, did exactly what it was supposed to do in the season that it was supposed to do it in. And the, the lessons from that experience, that's what, that's what had to happen to bring me right here, right now. Does it mean it doesn't still sting a little bit? Nope. Cause it still does. I still get sad about it. Right. And I think, and again, like I've had similar experiences come up where somebody makes a comment about a work that I have in progress and whether it's good or bad, whether it's positive or negative feedback, it doesn't really matter. I kind of really hate getting feedback in the middle of a, of a process even though I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning to work with it because yes, follow me on TikTok at Sarah Deacon coach, um, to see that I, that I do put some of my process out there, but it's not comfortable. I don't like it because it doesn't represent what's in my heart, what's in my, in my future, essentially the finished work that might look completely different than the one that I start. And that's the thing I can always, you know, clear over the canvas and start again. So yeah, sometimes, most times, the full meaning of a piece, it doesn't come out until it's finished or until it's further along in its process. And sometimes that initial intention of a piece involves into that it, it sometimes the initial intention of a piece will evolve into something that is complete completely surprising and different than it started as um, by the end of the process. That's part of the pleasure and excitement of creating. And the experience I have when I'm painting or making art, that'll always be different than the experience someone else has of consuming it. And different people are moved by different types of art. So guess what? There's room for all of it. Even a cow. That is what I'm, that's, that's all I have to say today. <laughs> even a cow, even a cow can move you. And not every piece of art is going to resonate with every person. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of all our unique approaches and abilities and thoughts, feelings, expressions. And, and that's the value in finding your voice and letting it be just exactly what it needs to be in that time and in that place. There is value in all of it. Even a cow. Well, if you enjoyed this topic of conversation, please continue the conversation with me at sarahdeacon.com. You can contact me through my website there or follow me on social media and engage with me there at Sarah Deacon Coach or my martial arts, the letter N, crafts. And I am at Sarah Deacon Coach on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. My Martial Arts and Crafts on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, that's that's all I have for you today. I, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you are in a position of influence to any young people in your life, please remember that 
They're fragile, just like anyone else. And make sure when giving feedback, it is coming from this place of loving and supporting who they are right there, right then in that moment. And maybe just with a little bit of a glimpse and a nudge towards that future, their future self. Not the future self that you want for them, but the one that they are and will become. It's an important distinction to make. So until next time, take it easy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, and all the things. I appreciate you listening.